that land from the ones who make us beautiful. They help us regain our wonderful. Giving us good dogs that make us say to you, welcome to the good life, yeah, this is so powerful. Sit down, relax, and take notes. What you eat today will be your push-ups. A wake-up call to all your dead dreams. Listen up now and say bye to your evil day. Hi everyone, welcome to another beautiful episode of Beauty Care Pod. We have the amazing Courtney here with us and our little baby, you can hear her in the background. We have <laughs> Courtney here with us. She is an amazing um, makeup artist and also is skincare um, anesthetician. She recently won two awards at the just concluded Yay, Skin Games 2021. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> you know, the Skin Games came to Florida. She entered the Skin Games and then she won makeup, uh, bridal right makeup category. and corrective category, first place, both Yay. categories. That was so, so, so amazing. So congratulations, Courtney. Please, can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Courtney jansen Fega. I am an esthetician of roughly five years, but I primarily focus on makeup artistry. Um, I started Blushing Beauty Co. Uh, Before that, it was Body Beauty Co., which Tolu, you know, you actually helped me with my website and everything. Yes. Um, I'm so grateful for, because that was a ton of work. (laughs) Um, And here I am. I just had a rebrand a little bit because people got confused with my previous business name so I just rebranded and primarily started focusing more on event and bridal makeup than anything um before this I was trying to start my own cosmetic line which you also helped me with and well maybe we'll get into that a little bit later but I just realized I am going to kind of take a different path with that so thank you so much for having me and thank you for creating this amazing podcast. Oh, we are so glad to be able to, I mean, listen to the stories of the leaders of the industry. It intrigues us every single time that we do this, that we get to value um, industry leaders more. We get to um, understand them more. We get to, I mean, realize that there is more to what drives um, industry leaders in the beauty in the professional beauty in the scene than meets the eye so real quick we would want to ask for your I mean how was it growing up your early childhood days if you mind so I actually I live in sunny South Florida now which I'm so grateful for um, but I'm actually from a little tiny itty bitty country town in northern Illinois so growing up there, I've never really heard of an esthetician. I never really knew that you could do makeup and make money. Mm. Um, I was kind of brought up like around semis and tractors okay. and that was my life. Like you okay. r- ride down the road and there's cows. That's who you say. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big city at all. So I really had no idea. And I was like kind of a tomboy growing up. And then, wow. um, yeah. And then when I hit like a certain age, like preteens, I was like, mom, please do my makeup. And she did my makeup. I m- remember I was going to like a teen dance or like the movies or something. And she did my makeup and okay. I was like, oh, I am unstoppable. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my gosh. So ever since then, like I just became the girly girl, always mm. wore full face and makeup from like the age of 13 mm-hmm. and absolutely loved it. 
um my parent well, not my mom my mom's always been supportive but like my dad was like you want to do what with your life <laughs> like no you need to go to college you need to do this you need to do that instead mm-hmm. like you can't really make a career out of this mm-hmm. um so I was like okay so you know I went to like regular community college I can't even remember what my what I was studying and I was like oh gosh this is not for me I am not feeling this (laughs) so then I started looking like what can I do in the beauty industry and I worked and interned at like a little salon and did hair um, like shampooed and stuff like that just to help around and then I decided to move to Florida where I went to regular college again (laughs) like a private university and then realize this again, this isn't for me. I don't know why I keep going against the grain. And like, I know my passions makeup. I love it so much. Why don't I just go for it? So then I went to esthetician school and I believe it was 2015 and I graduated 2016. And then I was uh, given the opportunity to work a fashion show in Miami. It was like Miami International Fashion Week. And it was like nonstop models. And I was like, I love this. I have to do this. So that's kind of where everything started. And then um, I took a couple years away from that, started bartending to make fast money. And then after COVID, I revisited it. And I was like, I got to follow my passion. So here I am now, um, pretty much starting my business back up from the ground. Oh, great. So let's uh, talk about aesthetic school. What was it like for you? So I don't know if you know this, but every state has different hour requirements, um, different curriculum. Florida is actually like the lowest amount of hours. So it's like 300 hours for aesthetic school, which is really not enough time to learn everything. You know, there's so much to learn in this industry. and Like you're messing with chemicals. Um, you can really like kind of mess someone's skin up if you don't know what you're doing. So to me, that I think that was the biggest challenge is when I was going to school, I didn't really focus on makeup. They really just wanted to prepare you to pass the test. And that was it. No, there was no extras, really. Um, so I think that definitely didn't help. Okay. Didn't help. Me. And I kind of like lost my passion a little bit for aesthetics, too, because I'm like, oh, no, I'm going out into this field and I don't know a ton. So I like briefly worked for Massage Envy and then I again left the field for a little bit because I was just unsure of what to do next. But then, you know, years later I came back to it and I'm so grateful I did. Okay. So let's talk about your philosophy <laughs> for makeup. What What's your philosophy like when you're doing makeup? So I really just want to make someone feel even more beautiful than they already do like when I do someone's makeup and they get that confidence boost Mm -hmm. and they feel unstoppable like they can take on the whole world like their walk changes their voice changes their posture changes like that is honestly (laughs) the greatest feeling like they're ready just to take on the whole day and no one can stop them and no one can tell them any different like that brings me so much joy Mm -hmm. um because like when you come in when someone comes into my chair and I do their makeup, like you almost kind of turn into a therapist. <laughs> they tell you, you know, their life story, everything that, you know, that's going on in their life. Um, some people have told me that they've never really felt pretty. And like that really hurts my heart. You know, I want everyone to feel beautiful all the time in their own skin or even with a full face of makeup on. Like you should feel beautiful regardless. 
Um, so to help someone's self-esteem honestly means the absolute world to me. Awesome. So uh, could you uh, tell us about your makeup line, your makeup products, um, and why you love cruelty-free natural? Product? Yes, natural products. So, okay. So it really started, I was like 19, and I was like, I knew one day I'm going to have a beauty product. Absolutely. Wow, that but yeah, there's no doubt about it. I just didn't know how I would get there or the process or honestly how hard it is. So um, I've been researching for on and off for a couple of years, like how to develop products. Well, developing your own product costs you a lot, a lot of money, <laughs> a lot of time <laughs> and a lot of trial and error. Right. Um, I don't know if you guys know who Jamie Kern Lima is, the founder of um, It Cosmetics. If you haven't, you got to listen to her story. She's amazing. But she kind of tells you the whole process. You know, she developed her product from the ground up and it took her years and tons of no's and practically going bankrupt before she finally became the first billionaire. But um, besides that, I just started really doing like private label. And I realized like it's it was so awesome, like seeing my products with my brand, people, you know, buying products. But then I realized my product isn't really solving an issue right now. A lot of women that come to me, their issue is there's so many products. You walk into Ulta or Sephora or any of these makeup stores, like how overwhelmed are you? Like I even get overwhelmed because there's a billion different things to choose from and they all claim to do this but this too, you know, and so I have kind of switched courses. And now I'm really trying to step back and think, what can I make for women that's going to make their life easier in the end? You know, that they, yeah. they don't need a, a thousand different products that whatever I'm going to create is going to be just one thing that they need to get ready and out the door in you know, less than 15 minutes. I mean, a lot of people are working moms are super busy. So no one has an hour and a half every day to put makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I personally, yeah, yes. <laughs> I, I, I personally find it really hard to, you know, uh, throw on some makeup, even with the fact that I have only one baby. <laughs> right. No, I totally get Okay, yeah. yes, I, I got from what you talked about that you love um, to do bridal and event makeup. What what drew you towards that um, niche? Well, with bridal, um, even though like doing brides makeups can be slightly stressful because you know it's the big day. This is the you know such a huge day in their life. Yes, but besides that, the energy around that big day is nothing but love, and so like it it really just brings your own energy up, you know. And that is just, I don't even feel like I'm working sometimes. Like I feel like I'm <laughs> playing with my best friend in makeup and just making her feel gorgeous for her big day. And so like to do that, you know, this is my career and I get to do that every day. Well, maybe not every day, but you know, a couple times a week, like that is such an amazing, amazing feeling. And the energy around it is just so, so awesome. Oh. You just like you, you leave uplifted, you know, you know, you right. don't leave drain like I working a nine to five or working in the industry I did before it's like oh I can't wait to get home and just lay on my couch no like even after like doing their makeup I'm like oh my gosh that was so great like I can't wait to do that again oh uh, I, I, I there is this um there's this thing that clients do and I would love to ask you how you've been able to you know manage the worst of clients uh 
for instance, uh, makeup artists, well, yeah, where I stay, makeup artists can be a bit sassy and this and that. Don't get don't get it twisted. I'm I'm a makeup artist myself. So but I'm not I'm not the sassy type. But most of them can be very sassy because mm-hmm. uh because uh you know people do not respect their products and they just come in and pick an eyeliner or a lip liner and like um can I borrow it for a moment? And you 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 get what I'm um where I'm coming from and what I'm trying to um say. So um it might not be happening yeah. um at your end, but how how would you um manage clients? Not not these people that just um get into your stuffs now. The actual person that you are doing makeup for, how do you manage when such person starts um um giving you directions on how to apply the makeup on their face i don't know if you get what i'm saying yes yes i I, I kind of understand do you you have such clients because normally um a client to tell you i want something subtle for my uh big day i i want Mm -hmm. um i want uh a nude lipstick i want this i want that and then it gets to the point where you already made up your mind that okay you've seen the person's skin you've seen everything you need to see um the jaw lines where you're going to be contouring and highlighting and everything where you're going to mm-hmm. be correcting on the person's face and you you start working and the next thing the client is telling you um apply this here no i don't like this product use this instead uh no remove this remove <laughs> this like it's, it's it can be so frustrating so how do you manage yeah. them <laughs> well first um if it is for bridal makeup i usually always require a trial so that trial honestly I, we set aside aside like two hours, sometimes two and a half hours. Okay. And we go over absolutely everything in detail. Um, I have the brides, you know, fill out some paperwork and kind of a questionnaire. I also have people send me different inspiration pictures. Okay. And so when they come in my chair um, for the trial, I take the inspiration pictures and I'm like, what do you like about this look? Because the look might have like a, a brown smoky eye. Okay. With shimmer, but meanwhile they don't want the shimmer. They just like how that it's like that sexy, smoked, romantic look. So I I go through the picture with them to really understand what exactly they are looking for. All right, you know, it's really just about like kind of trying to get inside their head to understand you know, what look they're going for. Because a lot of people like my color pink and your color pink could actually be two different things. Exactly. <laughs> like my, I might, you know, and like someone might want a, um, a huge wing liner. And that doesn't honestly look the best on every single person's eye. Right, so right. trying to explain to the client, um, this is the type of eye you have. This is the shape of your face. I think this would look best on you. Um, so let's go step by step together with a mirror and and (laughs) put your makeup on honestly that's how it really goes great um and then I you know take notes and I write down every single product I use because it saves me a ton of time and a headache (laughs) and it also it makes the bride feel more confident and it makes them feel like they're actually in good hands because (laughs) right we went through 
step by step and I really understood their idea so that they are completely happy for their big day. But again, I always try and do trials. The only time I don't have time for trials is, is if the um, bride like books a week out like her. Oh, Hey, I need a makeup artist. I get married next Saturday, which actually just happened yesterday. <laughs> um, yeah. But then again, I still try and, you know, send inspiration pictures and even give myself enough time before their ceremony. And cause I know their big days kind of a crazy hectic day. Right. Go over anything so and I'm not opposed to changing something I don't let my feelings get in the way and I don't let it I don't take anything personal okay. because everyone has a different style and everyone likes different things and that's completely okay and I just do my best to make sure the bride absolutely loves you know their end look right awesome awesome brilliant uh um with regards to the skin games could you please um give us some um hints into how you you know prepared into how you chose your um your is it clients now into how you chose who uh, you, your model i mean into how you chose your model um the the time that it took you to you know prepare and get your um your products and everything set um if you d had to do um prior trials on the face of your model tell us about it <laughs> how was it how hectic or how easy was it uh well i definitely wouldn't say it's easy okay because um, again like i told you guys earlier looking at the competition definitely intimidated me <laughs> not lie about that um, and really, I didn't know that I could find models at the skin game either. So I was already like stressed out about finding a model because a lot of the, you know, women I know are moms and it's hard for a mom to get away on a weekend. So I actually called my sister-in-law's best friend and I was like, Hey, are you busy this weekend? Um, um, in like two months I have a huge competition and could you be my model? And she was like, oh, absolutely. That would be so fun. So we really started by prepping her skin, preparing her skin, because she never took care of her skin, doesn't wear makeup, like d doesn't know really anything about this wow. <laughs> about the beauty industry. Um, so I started like doing facials, giving her an at-home skin regimen, which she followed to the T. And I'm wow. so grateful for that because it's hard to get people to <laughs> follow a regimen. Mm -hmm. Um and then I actually put like a little makeup studio in the house that we just bought. Okay. And I would have her come over like multiple times a week. And I was like, maybe we should do this or maybe we should do that. And just kind of practice doing her makeup over and over again and trying different products. But at the end of the day, I packed probably every single product I have just in case. <laughs> um, I didn't leave anything at home. And I kind of scratched the ideas that I had first, uh -huh. that we had first practiced mm -hmm. and just read the rules over and was like, okay, I'm just going to not wing it, but kind of go for it and try, try to understand what they were looking for. Mm -hmm. And that's what I went with. Wow. That's amazing. So you actually <laughs> had to put her on a, a skincare routine to make sure that she already looked um, very naturally beautiful before yeah. the competition and then at the competition you um 
forgot about what you have, the look you had planned out, and then just mm-hmm. went strictly for the rules. Because I mean, as you as you have outlined, the rules will be scored. It's not um, just random stuffs that will be scored. Right. So. Right. And there was like specific things every category was looking for. Mm-hmm. And the judges, the, I think it was the second day, they really mentioned like, make sure you're really blending out. Okay. So I spent so long like blending out, <laughs> making sure there were no harsh lines. Wow. You know, just go. I really utilized the full time, like down wow. to the last five minutes, just wow. to make sure that, you know, what I tried to like act if I was a judge and look mm. at mine and like what I could pick apart All right. and what I could possibly change. Oh, amazing. And also like even starting when I, during the competition, I still prepped her skin. I still use like um, an exfoliating wipe. I use toner. I use moisturizer. I used um, eye patches. Like I still even prepped the skin right before the makeup application just to make sure everything kind of went on flawlessly okay okay and you know while we were talking before recording started i know you mentioned about um feeling intimidated by the array of makeup artists that were in the house and the fact that there were a lot of looks that you were even impressed with but um apparently you still gave it your all you knew you were going through with the rules how did it feel the moment you were called up stage as a winner? Oh my gosh. So I don't know, Tolu, if you were there like watching it live, but it was first so intimidating. I had no idea who my competition was. I had no idea if I even was had a, had a chance at it, to be honest. Wow. And like I prayed and I meditated and mm-hmm. I was like just asking God in the universe, like, you know, I've tried so hard. Just please be on my side. But um, really... But um, when they first called me up, after they did the fashion show mm-hmm. and the runway with the avant-garde looks, mm-hmm. I actually didn't place. Mm-hmm. But then they went into the other categories. And when they said corrective, they called Courtney Faga up for third place. Mm-hmm. So I walk up to this stage. Yeah. And everyone's just like staring at me. No one's saying anything. And then they said, oops, we made a mistake. And wow. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even place. They called me up. This is so embarrassing. I'm wow. on stage in front of all these people. Wow. So then I like, they called me back down the stairs and the judges, the makeup mm-hmm. judges were like, oops, we made like a Miss Universe mistake. Courtney Vega oh. is actually our first place winner. Wow. And I was like, oh my gosh. Wow. Huge difference. Also, <laughs> that was hilarious. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I was, and I, I don't even know what I thought in that moment because I've never really won anything this big. So. Wow. I was just, I, was, I guess I was shocked and mm-hmm. and so proud of myself. Mm-hmm. And then I go back to my seat and then I get called up for bridal, like right after that. Wow. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. I mean, it, it, it's very apparent that um, you were not really expecting it because by the time you were called for third place, as you rightly said, as you said just now, and they were like, no, sorry, there's a mistake and you have to step down. You did not even think that maybe you could be second or first. You were like, oh, no, I'm just out of this also. And then all of a sudden, you hear that you were actually first place. I can imagine myself in that scenario. <laughs> I would be, I would scream, literally. I definitely would scream. <laughs> yeah, I I think I was, I just can't wait to play back that video if someone has it, if they mm-hmm. recorded it. 
because I <laughs> I felt a little awkward on stage because I didn't even know what to do. Wow. I was like, do I speak in the microphone? Like, I had no <laughs> idea what to do, so I just stood there. Yeah. And I just, like, tried to process it, and then I left the stage. Mm, well said. But, um, yeah, it was so funny. I think I have part of the video on my phone. I'll have to put it online. But, <laughs> yeah, if, any, if anybody has it from the skin games, they have to send it to me because it was hilarious. Um <laughs> Oh, so funny, but I'm actually so, like, so happy, so excited, mm. and I still don't know if I really processed it mm. quite yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow, that's so beautiful. So, um, let, let's also let's take a step back also to your um, to your product line. Um, uh -huh. How do you select your products? How do you select what type of makeup to? Um, push out there for people to buy what makes your products line better from what people definitely naturally find outside there so when i was starting the makeup line i was trying to look for formulations that um were really high quality okay that's super important to me um because you don't want cheap ingredients, mm. you know, especially with sensitive skin. Sure. So I was just really looking for something high quality and also makeup that lasts all day. Mm. Mm. That was another huge thing because there's nothing worse than having to reapply your lipstick a million times a day. Sure. <laughs> um, and, and that's why, again, like I want to make a new product, like my own f custom formulations okay. for, for women and it's just super easy to apply and mm -hmm. it's got everything you need. I don't want to give out too much details because I haven't completely worked it out. <laughs> okay. But it's just going to be like all in one makeup for women. Wow. Um, who just 15 minutes, they're out the door and wow. they have a full face and they look beautiful. Like that's really where I'm trying to go to. Wow, that's genius. And again, I do want clean products. I also want vegan products. Mm -hmm. I don't want any animals harmed in any process. That's a huge thing for me. Um, yeah, and pretty much just like high quality, mm. long lasting. Mm. And also just for your everyday woman, like not everybody can go into the store and know exactly what to pick out. Mm -hmm. It's very intimidating for most people. Sure. And I hear that all the time from my clients. So if I can solve that problem from them mm -hmm. and they just know, Oh, this is all I need. And mm -hmm. my whole looks done. Yeah. I don't have to sort through thousands of products, of products on the yeah. shelf. Mm -hmm. Well, wow, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So, so we'll see how, we'll see how this goes. I know that with COVID, um, there was a shortage of raw material mm -hmm. and it's kind of been a nightmare for the cosmetic industry. True. Um, so this year's really for me is just researching, trying to find the um, formulation labs mm -hmm. and chemists and different people I can work with and kind of budget and price everything out. Wow. So, um, do you have a timeline for when this will be done? I mean, when, when this will be out? I would all ideally love to start it in production by the end of the year. Okay. Um, but again, it, it COVID really put a damper on things. So production times, I think, are even doubled right now. It's taking wow. up to a year. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yep. And a lot of people are just, the prices have gone up tremendously. Mm. So it kind of put a little, you know, it pu pushed me back a little bit, but that's okay. You know, I believe in divine timing, and I know mm -hmm. that everything's going to work out exactly awesome. as it's been to. Okay. Uh, could you please give us 
any advice for upcoming at um, makeup artists or estheticians? Yes. So I was always intimidated and had a lot of self-doubt and didn't believe in myself and so it was always hard for me to just put myself out there and just you know have faith and believe everything would work out so to anybody who wants to become a makeup artist you just have to start that's the most important thing is just starting you're never going to have it 100 percent perfect you probably won't have the details sorted out until months into your business but if you don't start you know, you just have to start. You just have to put yourself out there, even if you do like free or promo, just to kind of build your portfolio. And the end of the day, that's actually going to help you make a lot of money. So you have to look at it like that and never, ever stop learning. I take so many classes every month, even online, um, trying to learn from different artists, artists who have a completely different style from me. Mm-hmm. You always pull something away from each and every artist. So never stop learning put your self-doubt aside, believe in yourself and just start. Great, great, awesome advice. And this brings us to the very end of this episode. But before we go, (laughs) we (laughs) always love to ask our fun questions. So please give us five fun facts about you that no one knows about. So I wouldn't say no one knows about, but um, (laughs) this is funny. So I told you guys earlier in the conversation that I was actually kind of a tomboy. Okay. When I was little, I was never in the beauty industry, but I actually wrestled and was like, Ooh. Yeah. And actually won, won quite a bit and was pretty good at it for a long time. So wow. I wrestled. Yeah. For most of like my elementary years. Uh, uh, I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare to uh, get you pissed off at any point in time in my life. If I right. ever get to meet you, <laughs> cause I can't, I can't beat a baby. <laughs> if I wrestle with a baby, the baby will beat me up. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's the thing nobody knows about really, oh, and great. um, and I still I still box. I still love to really box and Beautiful. stuff. Beautiful. Um, another thing is I went to school for after I got my aesthetic, or actually right before I got my aesthetics license, I went to school for naturopathic medicine. Is what I was aiming oh, for. Oh wow! Yeah, totally different again. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, wow. <laughs> we we we've had um a few guests on the show who mentioned um for example that um I guess two of them mentioned the they they were going to become nurses and then mm-hmm. they found themselves yeah, in aesthetics. I, yeah, I see a lot of nurses even now like starting to get more into aesthetics and fillers and all that kind of industry um another thing what's another thing about me well obviously i'm huge and passionate for animal rights um and so that's great vegetarian i would say vegan most times but um not always which i'm trying to go more you know vegan for the planet as well (laughs) okay um yeah, and I also have a daughter who's 14 months. She is like the love of my life. Aww. She is the same thing. Um, yeah, her name's Augustina, and she's just like my little best friend. She Aww. is so smart and hilarious. <laughs> yeah, she's so great. Oh, regards regard to her. 
another thing is I, I know some people know this, but I lived in downtown Nashville and it was the time of my life. So if anybody hasn't visited Nashville, I highly suggest you do. It is such an awesome city. And I used to bartend downtown Nashville and it was was so crazy. Wild, but literally the time of my life. Wow, wow, wow. Awesome, awesome. (laughs) Uh, It was so much fun having you on Beauty Care Pod. Thank you so much, Courtney, for joining us on this beautiful episode. And we hope that um, if we ask you to please come back next time, you wouldn't hesitate. Oh, absolutely. And honestly, thank you so much for even considering this and Tolu and both of you thank you so much for all your help and you know cheering me on in the background I really do appreciate all the support and love that's so cute thank you (laughs) thank you so much and uh this brings us to the very end of this episode please do well to join us on the next episode on beauty care pod I remain Fola 